Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. <laughs> micropod. Cass, can you give us a little bit of micropod this I morning? Rich, I can't do it. <laughs> it makes me laugh, that introduction. What were we thinking? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, here we are again, and uh, it is the micropod, and I'm so glad that you guys are listening and that, um, that we get to do this together. It's a pretty crazy season, but I, I'm so glad that we get to encourage each other and uh, do this journey together. And so we're going to get right into it today, Rich. We have got something special for you guys listening. Um, A week ago, we put together our Easter services. Mm -hmm. And as part of the package, on the Sunday night, we presented King of Heaven, which was a stage show that originated in our London team. It is a West End quality production. It's amazing. It truly was, right? Mm. And so today we're going to go all the way to London, UK, and we're going to go behind the scenes with our team as they share a little bit on what it took to put together this production. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, This is Jay from Hillsong UK. I'm the worship pastor over there. And hi, guys. Um, I'm Kirsty Trindad, and I'm also from Hillsong UK, and I'm responsible for performing arts here. So, Kirsty, um, we've just come out of a big Easter weekend, and I guess like most people, it probably looked a bit different to a normal Easter Sunday. And obviously, we're in lockdown right now. But um, so as part of our online service, uh, we showed King of Heaven. Um, some people might have heard of this. Some people might not have heard of this. So for, for everyone listening, can you just tell us what King of Heaven is? Yes. So King of Heaven is a 50 minute, um, you could call it a play, you could call it a performance or a production. Um, and it's something that we do every day, every, every day, thankfully not every day. We do it every year at Easter time and it's comprised of lots of dance, um, spoken word, drama, music, um, and some incredible media and film aspects to it and um really it it covers the five days preceding the death and resurrection of jesus and we see it through we'll see we see the story through the perspective of the centurion um and you know like i said we do this every year and normally we do it in one of our theaters in the west end it's the palladium theater it's it's one of the most beautiful central theatres in the West End but obviously this year we were on lockdown but thankfully we quite unexpectedly last year actually performed this piece as a part of Hillsong Conference Europe and um, we kind of accidentally captured it as well we we actually just captured it for reference but um, we were able to use that footage the best way possible and make an edit that we thought could work for our Easter Sunday message um and so we did and what was really cool is that we were able to make that available for everyone really around around our 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 world who wanted to use it so amazing so obviously this isn't um the first time that we've done this you 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 just said that we did it at Hillsong Conference last year um Mm -hmm. I guess how long um have we been doing it um in London and how did it come to be how did we get to this place Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's trying to figure it out. I, th- I think it's been about ten or twelve years, and um, I say it's a bit—it's a bit muddy because 
we didn't just um, start where we've finished or where everybody's seen it last week. Um, we started really small. Um, we, I'd say we probably started with the arrest scene and then we built all sorts of different scenes around that. And for many years, it was a bit more of a montage or a collection of pieces. Um, and as the years went on, there were things that worked, things that didn't work. And more and more we found that we needed to tell a stronger narrative. And then actually maybe about five years ago, it was our pastor, Gary, who had the idea to um, include the centurion and really tell the story from his perspective. Um, and so the whole story unfolds to this point where, and you know, we've seen it through the centurion's eye who, who someone who doesn't know Jesus. He's been given the task of actually watching Jesus and then arresting him and then taking him to the cross. Um, and then he, he's the one that finally has this quite powerful revelation that um, surely this man is the son of God. And we've, you know, we wanted to, so we, we started with that scripture really. And then we went, we worked backwards and built everything around that. Um, so yeah, it's been quite a, quite a journey. Uh, it's evolved loads and it continues to evolve each year. But um, it's, it's pretty cool to see something grow from what was actually really small and how it's grown across the years and involved lots of different people along the way as well who've become a part of the journey. Yeah, I love that. And obviously, like, I've, I've been part of that um, journey as well. I'm not in the production. Um, mm -hmm. I can't dance uh, to yeah. save my life. Um, and, you know, it, takes, it obviously takes so many people involved to actually create a production like this um so i guess firstly how many people are involved in the production and what kind what kind of teams are actually involved to make this happen mm. um it's hard to give a specific number you know i could give the number of cast um but there's so many parts around that so many unseen parts and then there's so been so many parts across the years of different people inputting at different points and so really, it's been the greatest example for me personally of collaboration. Um, as I watched it on Sunday, actually, I was messaging Gio, one of the greater, you know, contributors, asking, who wrote this part again? Like, because I'd forgotten. And then, you know, it was this person did this part and then this person did this other part. And over the years, it, I just started to remember all the different la layers of contribution that have happened. And, you know, anything from writers to directors to choreographers to obviously the cast and how that develops each year to those who design the backdrops, um, those who come up with the ideas, those who design the lighting, there's the production teams that pull everything together. Um, so, you know, more and more my role in this has become about just leading those teams and building the right environments for those teams to grow. And um, that's enabled, I guess, us to build on the team. And now it's such a huge collaboration of um, just, just regular people in the life of our church. And I say regular, they come from very different walks. You know, we've got... Um, those who actually work in the entertainment industry, whether they work in theatre or in film, um, to those who are maybe studying performing arts. We've got, you know, 18-year-olds, maybe younger, coming out of college or in college, 
um, to those who play, you know, the lead part in Tina, the West End. Um, so it's this real mix of people. And um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool because I think, you know, what, what we see through all of this is that you can, you know, be involved in, you know, whatever you're doing in the world, whatever industry that you're a part of, and you can still contribute to the building of the church. And I think that's what I found over the years, that there's a real hunger to do that. And um, what what we're trying to do each year is, is create those opportunities for anyone to be, be involved in what we do. And that's whether you're just, you know, at, like I said, you're training to in the performing arts or you're actually a professional. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit, it's quite a miracle the way it all comes together and the numbers of people that come out of it. It's something that, um, like we've been doing for a number, number of years, like you said, and it's essentially the same every year, but there's always, um, tweaks, there's always improvements, um, every year, it just kind of, it's one of those things that just gets better and better. Um, what's the, what's the reason that you would say that we do it and continue to do it? Yeah, um, it, it's it's true. Like it, it has been essentially the same story every year, and we've you know tried to constantly innovate it and look at how to make it more effective. Um, I guess one of our goals as a church is always, if not the goal, is to communicate the gospel in a language that people understand. And um, art is becoming a really common language that people speak. And um, over the years, again being a part of this, what we've I've been able to witness is really the power of art and doing things or communicating in this medium um you know art can often do things that words alone can't you know so through this medium we're able to create a world in which we can paint a picture um and bring characters to real life um and ultimately the goal would be to make people feel something and you know i think when when people feel something it can often be a catalyst to something else. It could be a catalyst to a changed perspective or to see something that maybe they didn't see before. Um, and ultimately therefore it can be a catalyst for change and changing people's hearts is, is our goal. And, um, as a result, you know, we've heard so many stories over the years, powerful stories. And, you know, we see so many people come each year, um, cause they hear about it and it's something that, is quite accessible. It's something that, you know, when you see a trailer of it, it looks interesting. And for someone who doesn't normally come to church, it's quite an easy invitation. And so we've seen lots of people coming through. And from that, we've heard so many stories of people literally encountering Jesus through it. They're seeing Jesus for the first time and they're connecting with the Jesus that they see. And then we also hear stories of people who already know Jesus, but they come to me afterwards and they're like, I was reminded of who Jesus is, you know, in, in this context or in this, in this way. And um, that's been really, really refreshing too. And then there's the stories even from the team involved, like every year there's so many stories where the cast come off and there's stories of, of healing of different sorts as a result of going through this, this piece. It's, it's, it's pretty powerful. So I guess that's why we do it. We, we, we started it. We didn't have any real intention other than to communicate the gospel in a way that people might understand. And over the years, it, it seems to be working. So we just keep building on it and we keep adding to it and trying to, I guess our goal is to keep making 
the the gospel clearer and using art to do that that's great we're um, we're almost out of time but just quickly if i'm sure there's teams who are listening to this and they're part of creative teams and they're wanting to maybe start something like king of heaven or or their own version of a production what is kind of just a couple of the most important things that you would um say to them as they start out on the journey um I mean, the most important thing, first of all, is lean into whatever your pastor is, you know, thinking, whatever he has on his heart to do. I think that's really where this began. It wasn't something that we came up with as a team. Um, It was something that we were commissioned to do. Um, And then whatever the brief is, what, what we've learned is to look at who we've got, look at what our strengths are and really play to that. Um, and that's how we've built over the years. And then really the other thing is just to, just to start small. I think, you know, people could watch what we do and go, wow, you know, we want to do something like that next year. And the truth is, you know, it's taken us years and it's been building bricks, you know, brick by brick every year, really. Amazing. Um, so I'm sure there's people who are listening right now. They haven't seen King of Heaven. Um, is it still available to watch? Yes, um, you can still view it on YouTube and it will be up there until the 29th of April. Well, um, we hope this has been helpful, helpful little podcast. Um, And wherever you are, stay safe and uh, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. So why don't you check out Hillsong Church UK's YouTube page and you can watch King of Heaven now before April 29th. Yep, and if that's too hard to remember, we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> as well so that you've got that. Yeah, for sure. And why don't you get in touch with us at hillsong.creative. That's it. And let us know your thoughts about King of Heaven. We would love to hear from you. Otherwise, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, love you, team. Well, welcome to this week's edition of Birthdays with Brad. We're back and bringing joy to our listeners one birthday at a time. <laughs> Here's ISO birthday tip number 149. Even though you may not be able to have a birthday party this year, all you need for a great time is a few candles. That's right. Birthday candles are guaranteed to make sure your birthday is truly lit. (laughs) Well, let's get to it. Today we're celebrating Mauricio Franco Jr., a great name for a bass player if I can say so myself. Happy birthday, Mauricio. Danny Boller. Isaac Everett, James O'Donoghue, Michaela Deneen, officially putting your quarantine age years behind you. Sorry, I've used that joke before. Daisy Ongoto from France, Nwabisia Guba, and Thaibiso Makosi from South Africa. Yes, that's right. Ashley Navarro, Joel Hingston. Hey, Joel, the original Hebrew word for birthday is... I actually don't know. Zach Beckenham, Delia Barragan. Lynn Ollis, we love you, Lynn. Happy birthday. Jan Inge Grude, Jan, Jan Inge Grude, a strong Viking name from Norway. Caden Guzman, Lincoln Peters, Alex Pappas, Alex Pappas, one year older but still young and still free. Greg Bell, Matteo Fiorentin, Nuno Perez, Asdrubal Zuleta, and Gabrielle Silva. Happy birthday, everybody. Let's sing. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. We'd love to see you right back here on the Micropod tomorrow.